Hello, and welcome to Talking Psych with Doc Raz. I'm your host, Doc Raz. Today, I wanted to talk about how people's anxiety, it seems, based on those that I've spoken with, certainly got worse from the pandemic or during the pandemic. So this is really, I'm really thinking about those who had anxiety problems prior to the pandemic or those that struggled with post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, I, even now, am treating a number of individuals who noted this being less of an issue prior to the pandemic, where they had less issues leaving their home, going to events in society, going to, whether that was concerts, social events, just different things in general, um, who interacted more easily with other people. Now, I know for a number of people who did not have these issues prior to the pandemic, they did certainly see a spike of this as society started to kind of open back up again and people were doing more things outside of their homes. Um, But I, and my limited kind of experience with patients, um, those are not the people that I am currently seeing in therapy. Um, And granted, I acknowledge this is anecdotal and may not be representative of the full United States of America or the world in general, which was obviously all impacted by the pandemic. Um, But in my experience, those are the people coming to therapy right now, noting I wasn't like this prior to that. I may have struggled a little bit with this, but it was better, it was easier. I want to get back to that. And I think part of the issue is that because of the pandemic, you know, there was kind of stay-at-home orders. Obviously, not everyone stayed home and not everything was fully shut down. It was not to the same extent. Um as it was in other parts of the world. And it was not uniform, obviously, across the United States. There were some states that did much more than some other ones. Um, But for the folks that I am seeing, I think part of the issue is that inadvertently their anxiety got fed. And what I mean by that is the fact that anxiety is a very conditioned Part of it is a very conditioned response, or the maintenance of it, there we go, maintenance of it is a very conditioned thing. And so if we think of Pavlov's dog, we can kind of see how this might connect to, to anxiety. So for those who need a refresher or may not be aware of Pavlov's dog, so this was an experiment where Pavlov would ring a bell and then feed a dog. Ring the bell, feed the dog, ring the bell, feed the dog, over and over and over, to the point that the animal associated the ringing of the bell with the food. And he would start to salivate at the sound of the bell because he he knew that meant the food was coming. Those two were paired together, and it was a conditioned response for the dog to salivate at the sound of the bell. 
The anxiety and the maintenance of it is very similar in the fact that when we choose to avoid something, say I'm going to go to a party at someone's home and I decide I am not doing that. This is not happening. I'm either turning around to my vehicle. Maybe I never make it to leaving the home. Um, but either way, I feel very anxious and I decide, nope, that's not, that's not going to occur today. And then I get this kind of wave of relief. I feel better, that anxiety goes down, and it's just a better in that moment. While I'm now conditioning myself to avoid situations that make me anxious. I feel anxious, I engage in avoidance, I get that good feeling of relief. And it maintains and makes it more difficult to push through anxiety in future situations. My body is going, in my brain, is going to find it more difficult, I'll say it again, to push through the anxiety next time it pops up. And now think about the fact that for a number of people, they already struggled with this prior to the pandemic. And then the pandemic, we were told to stay home. We were told how dangerous it was, which it was. I'm not by any means meaning to downplay it. And so for them, that fed the anxiety. They engaged in more avoidance and did not have to challenge the anxiety because we were getting messages that that was the appropriate thing to do. That was the right thing to do. And for a number of us, for our physical health, that was the right thing to do. But we know for a number of people, it negatively impacted the mental health. And I think for those that already struggled with anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, the fact that we were allowed to avoid and to not engage face-to-face with a lot of people has made this time more difficult. And so, if we want to kind of get back to those people we might have been prior to the pandemic, or more similar, right? We can never go back to those people. That time is over. We have now lived through a global trauma. There is no way to go back to those people prior to COVID. However, we can move to be more like them. So some of it is taking the really difficult steps of pushing through the anxiety and doing something anyway. Because we need that feedback for our brains for them to realize the world may not be as dangerous as we thought it was. Because our brain's purpose is to keep us alive. And so it's going to focus more on that sort of physical health before we start getting into the emotional health. And so your brain is going to be concerned about, is this dangerous? Is this safe? If I think this is dangerous, we are not going to do it. It may matter less to your brain that you were unhappy or lonely if you were still alive. But we need that feedback to the brain to say, this is less dangerous than you thought. We need to kind of recalibrate that danger radar. You know, if we're stuck in the red, 
the only way to get us back to being able to appropriately assess is by actually going out there and testing it. And you may find that it was as bad as you thought, but we also just got feedback that we can survive it, we can tolerate it. It may be alright, even if even if it is bad and uncomfortable, there may be still parts of it that we actually enjoy. But the only way we get that feedback is by going out there. And if we really want to do it well, we also need to work to do it without any sort of crutches. So right, we know some people, they're certainly portrayed in media, people that need to get drunk, use substances prior to doing anything that makes them nervous or anxious. They struggle to sit in it very well. Um, and so even if it was bad, just getting the feedback that you can do it and you didn't need something to help you is useful. Because if the only reason you made it through an event was because you were drunk, that's going to make you more likely to drink prior to the next time that you feel that anxious. And now, I think there's a difference between a crutch and a coping skill. Because one, you know, if we think of power of control, kind of locus of control, we've talked about this a little bit previously, the fact that sometimes we attribute kind of the control of a situation to ourselves and sometimes to things outside of us. So I think there's a difference between using skills, certainly adaptive skills, that we acknowledge, right, I made it through because I did X, Y, Z, because I used those breathing techniques, I grounded myself in the moment, and it helped me feel better, and I was able to make it through. That is certainly different than I drank and it was the alcohol that helped me. When it's something outside of us that helps us make it through, that's that's problematic. When we can acknowledge that we had an active, helpful part in it, that is more useful. And again, that shows us that we can do more things that we may have given ourselves credit for. We may have been able to do more than other people gave us credit for. But we won't know until we make the effort. And thankfully, right, we don't have to jump in the deep end of the pool. I say that regularly. I've said that for years. We do not have to jump in the deep end of the pool. We can start in the shallow end and work our way up to those really difficult situations. So you can start with situations that if you have to rate your anxiety, maybe it's only a two. If 10 is the worst, maybe it's only a two. And as we start to kind of challenge our thinking, learn that, oh yeah, I can do more than I thought, then we work up to the threes and the fours, all the way up to kind of that that most anxiety-provoking event, if we want to. Because the issue is for these folks, this anxiety isn't get, is getting in the way of living the life that they would like to. And that's when it's problematic. You know, you may be anxious about things 
but they impact your life in no way, shape, or form. Right? If you live in Hawaii and you're afraid of driving in snow, that is not a big deal. Okay. We don't have to really do anything about it because what's the probability it's going to snow in Hawaii? If you live in a state that gets snow multiple times in the winter and it can be rather bad, yeah, we got to learn how to drive in the snow and how to feel more okay with it. Because if we want to hunker down every time that there's an interest of snow on the ground, it might be problematic in the upper, you know, peninsula of Michigan. That's going to be a problem. Um, and if you've listened for a while, you may have heard me say some of these things. I may say them again in the future. And some of that is because repetition is really useful. And that's part of facing our anxiety, right? We're going to have to do this regularly. We cannot kind of push through our anxiety one time and expect it to be all better. That is not how this works. This is going to be a regular process where we are kind of, I think of it as being mean to ourselves and making ourselves do difficult things. But those are just thoughts that I have been having. So if you have questions, comments, thoughts, requests for topics, please feel free to reach out. You can email me at talkandpsychwithdocpraz at gmail.com. Or you can reach out on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or Facebook, all at talkandpsychwithdocpraz. And now threads. Um, But I hope you all have a good day and you do something nice for yourself. Bye. Bye.